Hello and welcome to Shades of Green, Portland State's Student Sustainability Center podcast, hosted by Evan Embry, Brenna White, and Taryn Yamuchi. On this podcast, we will cover topics around sustainability, the Student Sustainability Center, SSC for short, and we hope you enjoy. We're back. Same name, different people, new agenda. For those of you who have tuned in before, one big thing has changed. These podcasts are going to be short. We're hoping that it'll take you just as long to listen to an episode as it would for you to walk across the PSU campus. Short, sweet, and sustainable. Today, we're going to talk about something we've covered on our blog, the different levels of sustainability in the city. First, we're going to read about green architecture and all the great things a city budget can do. And then we're going to talk about what you can do at home with just a plastic bag and the desire to help the environment. Four years ago, I visited Portland for the first time. I was struck by the beauty of downtown, the trees that persisted in the concrete city, the overwhelming greenness that contrasted the gray streets. It amazed me that such life could continue amidst our rampant colonization of wilderness spaces. And when I returned home to the arid plains of Colorado, the image of the federal building would come to me throughout my days, the one symbol of Portland's communion with nature that engraved itself into my brain. Later, after I packed my bags and began life again in the city, I would walk from campus to Chapman Square and admire the vines clinging to the bars hundreds of feet above me. That this was not simply an aesthetic architectural choice did not occur to me until two colleagues of mine suggested that this is a solution to building eco-friendly cityscapes. So what exactly is the federal building then, besides a beautiful example of Portland's commitment to staying green? The federal building has implemented what is called a green facade, or a canvassing of a portion of the building in plant life. Green facades have been part of research projects around the world aimed at bettering life and human health in growing metropolises. With an estimated 56% of the world's population living in cities by 2025, and the mess of other environmental problems we are all well aware of, it becomes all the more important to ensure that we city dwellers take each and every opportunity to lessen the impact of our lifestyles. Urban environments traditionally lead to poor air quality, noisy spaces, hotter conditions, and an acute loss of biodiversity. Maybe these things aren't as noticeable in Portland, our beautiful, quiet, green city, but these factors have strongly impacted quality of life around the globe. Think of New York City, where the average temperature is expected to increase 3.2 degrees Celsius by 2050, or China, where more than 350,000 premature deaths were caused by inhalation of polluted air. These are harsh realities of city living, but maybe these realities don't have to continue. This is where green facades come in. These plant-covered buildings have been studied in Berlin, Hong Kong, Melbourne, London, and Los Angeles, and the potential benefits are astounding. Green envelopes, as they are nicknamed, are expected to result in substantial stress relief and increased well-being in citizens, improved aesthetic quality, economic and societal benefits related to newly desirable locations, vastly improved air quality and increased absorption of CO2 and the reduction of fine and ultrafine particles up to 60%, sharp reductions in urban heat, which is the increased temperature in cities due to human activities. For example, in Green Manchester, a 10% increase in green infrastructure would reduce average temperatures by up to 2.5 degrees centigrade. Measurable reductions in noise level, a new way to battle and retain stormwater, and enhanced biodiversity in the city. This is also a potential for urban agriculture, where cities can grow their own foods. Plus, these green envelopes, as they are sometimes nicknamed, reunite humans with what is important, the earth. 
So keep an eye out for these buildings in Portland and in your travels to other cities. These improvements on pre-existing structures could very well be a viable answer to our concerns for the future. So that's what we can do with the support of a whole city. Tons of scientists, architects, and city planners with lots of money. But what about those of us who want to help but don't have those skills or resources? Lately, the answer has been blowing up on social media under the hashtag trash tag. And you did some research into the history of the trash tag? Yes, the trash tag was started by an Arizona man named Byron Roman, and he shared a photo on Facebook featuring Algerian ecologist activist Dorichi Tani Yunus. And in the post, he said, quote, Here's a new challenge for you, all you bored teenagers. Take a photo of an area that needs some cleaning or maintenance, then take a photo after you have done something about it and post it. Uh, and this post that he uploaded on March 5th has garnered over 100,000 likes and 332 shares. Oh, 332,000 shares. Thousand shares. Okay. Wow. So this is this is blown up. Yes. Pretty yeah, much is definitely. This trash tag phenomenon. And it's it's kind of like one of the first like challenges we've seen on social media that's like kind of focused on sustainability. Like usually it's like I mean like a Drake song or something, but this is kind of focused on like accessibility into sustainability. Yeah, and I think it definitely is a call out to, I would say, the younger generation to when you see an area that is polluted to go and pick up that garbage. It kind of, I think it's kind of funny that it calls out teenagers for using social media so much, but it seems like nowadays social media is mostly used for like hate. So it's cool to see a very positive impact using this. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I think it's funny too that he he specifically called out bored teenagers, right? Because like, yeah, like, yeah, and especially like within like university setting, like the SSC, like it. I think there's a parallel to be drawn there. Like SSC is taking students that want to get involved on campus that otherwise might be bored, and you know, does people at the SSC don't have to be teenagers, but like you can put that time to good. You can join a task force. You can do something like that. Right. Yeah. Plus, I mean, everyone can go out and pick up trash. It's mm-hmm. a pretty easy hobby to have. That yeah. seems like it has a good impact. I think that this tag can open a dialogue to young the younger generation, and parents can hopefully explain how important the environment is and hopefully inspire people to do even more for the environment in the future, not just doing one beach cleanup for a photo as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, that brings up kind of the other... I would say criticism of the trash tag, which is that like, what do you do? Once what what happens to this trash, right? Like it it doesn't solve our our consumption problem in the world, um, and around sustainability, like the use of single use plastics, um, regardless of what you know country um, you're in. Um, but overall, I think you know taking it out of what may be in uh, an ecological system that doesn't benefit from any plastic is important yeah I would agree with that plus I mean nobody really knows where our trash goes people don't talk about that a lot but maybe this hashtag will say well you picked up all the trash from this area what's the next part of the cycle exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so hopefully this will also shed some light on that so maybe we could look at it more as a stepping stone Mm -hmm. to getting everyone involved agreed do you have any closing comments on the trash tag? You know, if you want to tag us at 
with a hashtag SSD. Um, we could repost some of your trash tags. Um, that would be really cool. And maybe SSC could do a trash tag. Yeah. We'll definitely let you guys know if we're coming out with an event soon, um, and we'll announce that on our social medias. Thank you for listening to Shades of Green. We hope you enjoyed. You can find us on Instagram at PSU underscore SSC. And if you're interested in volunteering, checking out calendar events, or anything else regarding the SSC, you can find us by searching for Student Sustainability Center at pdx.edu.